Commissioner, owner of the Albundo franchise, Mr. Brian Amir. Brian, good to see you. It's been a while since it's been just uh, you and me spending some quality time together. Normally, we've had a guest <laughs> for the last few weeks, and now we got some quality time, just me and you, before we ever guest on later. Yeah, feel, feels good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was I, uh, nice. Uh, it's nice. Uh, well, Dustin just pushed it over the fucking edge, so. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, it was I think we, we had to step back and get back to the original format. There were some good shows there. But uh, I listened to, I re-listened to our our recording after last week, and he was just mm-hmm. all over the map, you know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's nice to it's nice to get back to the original format, how we started. But there was some mm-hmm. good good guests. Uh, I appreciate them. We all appreciate them coming here and absolutely a few times in person. You know, we touched against COVID a little bit, but mm-hmm. we're still alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, I normally. I normally start off the show asking you uh, how you're doing, but I don't think I really need to ask you how you're doing. Doing great. You're doing pretty good. Won your first <laughs> round matchup. We'll uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, yeah. You were yeah. You were just speaking about um, the uh, Minotaurs, correct? I was. We were talking about the Minotaur podcast, and you kind of went off the rails a little bit. You know, I had an idea. I was thinking, you know, why don't we give him another opportunity to come back on and redeem himself? What do you think of that? When? Right now. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to ha- have him on? I mean, we. I, we I don't know if I want to if I want to answer that question, but if you have, uh, if you want to bring him on, Go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, let's bring him on. Uh, I think we got him. Dustin, are you there? Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Dusty? Welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, hope you're doing well. Um, so as I was saying to Brian, I feel like we didn't get to hear from like the real you last week. It was a lot of back and forth banter and uh, a lot of crude jokes and things like that. Uh, kind of just want to, you know, talk to you and get, get a feel for you more. Uh, how do you feel about that? You want to have another chat? Yeah. All right. Sounds good, man. So um, the thing, uh, you know, I just want to tell you, uh, you did a great job on the interview last week. There was something I did forget to bring up, though. Um, during the season, you've like made a lot of videos with uh, my face on women's bodies. It's kind of creeped me out a little bit. Can you uh, explain that? I'm a strange franchise. Oh, so you're uh, you're finally admitting that you're not uh, denying that anymore. I'm not. Well, I'm I'm glad uh, you're able to come to terms with that. I really appreciate your candor and uh, your honesty. Yeah, I'm a strange franchise. Yeah, you definitely are a strange franchise there, Minotaurs. Um, so off the top of uh, your head, you know, I just just random non-fantasy football related stuff. Um, just a weird question. Like if you were ever to write an adult romantic novel, what do you think you would make the title? Just kind of random thing for us. He gobbles down that come. What, what would you call it? He gobbles down that come. Oh, that's uh, pretty graphic. Um, I've always kind of viewed you as a uh, like a heterosexual type guy. Maybe you'd write something like that. Fuck no. Oh, really? Huh. 
Yeah, that wasn't uh, what I was expecting. I mean, you know, no, uh, no big deal. Um, just kind of surprised me about you. You know, I wasn't uh, really expecting that. Were you serious? Yeah, completely serious, man. Uh, I thought, <laughs> you, you know, it's no matter. Let's just get back into fantasy football. So you made a lot of bets this year. Um, unfortunately, you lost just about every single bet. Um, what, how did you pay for all these bets? There were so many of them. How did you pay for all of them? For blowjobs. How did you pay for them? <laughs> blowjobs. Oh. Oh, geez. Uh, that got graphic quick. Um, kind of speechless. I mean, is this something that happens often? How often do you do this? Every year. Every year you're doing this? Wow. Um, I don't really know how to, how to, how to answer that. I'm surprised you do that. That's right. I love it. Really? You love it? I love it. Oh, all right. Um, let's, I, it's been an interesting interview. I definitely got to see uh, more of your light. Last question I got, though. <laughs> you know, um, say we got like a player that's like, he's a sleeper, but he's more than just a sleeper. He's also like kind of like a dark horse. I'm trying to think of like a good term. Like, what would you call that player? That guy's a sleepy dark horse. Oh, all right. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty good description. Well, Dustin, I can't thank you enough for coming back on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, it's always great to have you on and look forward to hearing from you again. Eat shit. Yeah, no problem. Dusty. Have a good one. Oh, that was uh, the Minotaurs, everybody. Thank you for having him uh, back on the pod. Uh, can't believe he came, I can't believe he came back so quick. I'm so honest. Can't believe what? I can't believe he came back so quick and was so honest. I know. He's just really candid this time. I couldn't believe it. It was nice uh, nice to talk to him like that. I'm not used to it. Yeah, he probably had a few beers, you know. Yeah, he probably had a few beers. Uh, you know, really really wasn't expecting that kind of candor for him, but I, I always appreciate him coming back on the pod. Sleepy oh, dark horse. A sleepy dark horse. A very sleepy dark horse. He uh, – <laughs> He was just a uh, plethora of drops uh, last week and sound bites. Um, there's a few other ones we'll probably use a little bit later. Playing the sharks is like a white dream. <laughs> I like that one. I think yeah. one of my favorites, though, was this one. You might recognize this. That's a bold face lie, by the way. Do you remember that? What, was that? what was that one? That's a bold face lie, by the way. That's a bold face lie, by the way. You know who that is? No. That's you telling them when Dustin said he wasn't going to do it. Oh, well, again. that's me. I, yeah, I'm a, I don't know if I'm having some audio issues here. <laughs> Play it one more time. That's a bold fake slide, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, when he's, when he said he was going to stop mushing. Yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Um, bold face lie. Oh, Dusty. He's, I'm sure he's going to enjoy this podcast. A lot, of well, people uh, said they, a lot of people said they couldn't uh, listen to the podcast around their kids last week. So that's not a good. No. It was definitely not uh, safe for work. It was, it was R-rated. For Very R-rated, and it was it was unexpected. I uh, <laughs> I found uh, this new app. We actually, to, we might have to put X ratings out when he's fucking on the show. It's X. Yeah, I have, a, <laughs> I have a new app now. Uh, I, I wish I had it last week, but whenever someone curses, I give him a little <laughs> like that. Yeah, he could have beat them out a lot. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely could have used that. Um, well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, once again, I appreciate them coming on, but I think uh, it's time to look at the uh, week in review there, Bri. What do you think? Sure. Sounds good. Do it. All right. I 
Wonderful. Well, another week I'll be trying to figure uh, figure the podcast settings out again. Um, yeah, so, this, re- this remote setting is not good, not good for your drops. Yeah, I thought I had it figured out today. I- I've been going back and forth at it uh, for half the day and thought I had it and in and out again now. Um, I think you have, I, I you think today. What's that? You have the day off today? Yeah, I got lucked out. I just happened to have the day off. Uh, a nice. good day to have off too, obviously, because of the uh, snowstorm that came in. Nice, nice. I had a dentist appointment today. Oh, that's fun. How'd that go? Not really. No, it wasn't. Uh, it, was, it was all right. I, yeah. I got my got my teeth cleaned, and then I learned that I am going to have to pay a lot of money over the next two years or so for some dental work. So no. insurance is only going to cover so much. But if I don't do yeah. it, then I'm going to have some serious fucking problems down the road. Yeah, so. better to get it done now uh, yeah get out ahead of it. it get out ahead of it you know what i mean i figured out the dental insurance at least my dental insurance pretty much only works for cleanings and like if you get a filling here and there you know that you might yeah, get th- small dental work but if you need anything serious like a root canal you're fucked you need money out of pocket and yeah i think i think a lot of them are like that actually yeah where so it's really like they, dent- they cover a certain amount every year and then if you get beyond that threshold then you're going out of pocket it's like it's fifteen hundred bucks, and then if you get past that, but yeah, for example, if you need to get a root canal, you just have to get a crown. A crown mm. by itself is fourteen hundred dollars. Just the crown. Jeez. So just you're you're putting thousands of dollars out of your pocket if you have to get any real work done. Put it that way. Ugh. Yeah, I'm starting to figure that all out. Yeah, I've I've had a plus. Take care of your teeth, cold. everybody. Dental, dental problems, you know, over the years. I should have listened to my uh, parents and all the people that told us when we were younger to take care of your teeth. Now, yeah. now I'm dealing with it. So, hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. as it always is. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. Deal with it. You know, twenty twenty. Right. Deal with it. Right. Other than that, not to talk about dental work or teeth, but that was. That was <laughs> I, I, I had to work today, and I had to leave at two o'clock to go to a dentist appointment that took two and a half hours, and left it. You know, happy that I was cleaned up but starting to realize that uh you know i might have to take out a fucking credit card to pay for my fucking teeth over the next uh year or so no so. well better to get ahead we'll of see. it not have, we'll have, maybe, maybe i'll win a couple grand in the next few weeks somehow you know you never know yeah, you never know man <laughs> but, wait what yeah let's, run let's it, take run a look at what I kind of yep. just wanted to test that out. How'd that one sound? Yeah, it sounded all right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll hear it later. And I'll, not, I'm sure not as bad cringing. as the last one, but it sounded better. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be cringing later when I listen to it. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The matchup from last week. The first one I got up here is Billy C. What it be uh, taking on St. Mark Sharks in the first round of the playoffs. And uh, Billy C. What it be uh, did not live up to uh, expectations. Well, I, I think he was – was he the favorite last week? No. No. Sharks were favored by, I think, at least 10. Yeah. And then Billy C. came out with that strong performance with Akers on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So, immediately, it kind of shifted back to an even matchup as far as the, the odds were. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of us on the, the podcast, I believe, I, I don't know if a lot of us, but at least I did. I picked Philly to win. I think once Acres Acres scored twenty two points on Thursday night, and nobody else. Uh, that's scored. true. Yeah, I think I. Picked so then we, we did we did well. the podcast on we did the podcast on Friday, and Billy C just looked in a better position because he had that nice start with Cam mm-hmm. Acres, and, and bottom line is Sharks ended up basically covering the spread and more, uh, even with Cam Acres twenty two point performance. Yeah, uh, he uh, he just had solid games Dustin, all around. Our our guest Dustin. Um, did predict that basically Cam Akers was going to be his highlight of his week and mm-hmm. the rest of his guys weren't going to do much. Tyree Kill did put up 22 points for him, but of course, uh, if, you, if you look down his lineup, it was. Didn't he end up picking Billy C though, Dustin? No, he picked, uh, he picked the Sharks. Playing the Sharks is what? like a wet dream. Yeah. I I, that's the thing. He, he called the Sharks a wet dream to play. <laughs> <laughs> and then he picked them to win, and then he picked them for the lock of the week, his, his lock of the week. Very interesting. So he told me that <laughs> I, you know, I was wrong because playing the Sharks is like a wet dream. That when I was you know, talking yet. about the matchups. And then he ended up picking them later on and calling him his lock of the week. So strange, strange franchise. That's all you can no say. Lo- no logic to any of his, uh, his moves or his, his, what he was talking about last week, but. I'm he did. He did. He did pick the sharks. Me and you picked Billy. See, he picked the sharks. Yeah, strange franchise indeed. I'm a strange franchise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> so, what was the culprit here for Billy C? So, I know uh, I was looking at it this week, and once again, quarterback troubles uh, plagued well, Billy C. Quarterback trouble. I told him out of the draft this year. I said. I did this last year, Billy. I give him credit because he made the playoffs, mm-hmm. but he didn't have a quarterback at the draft. I told him that I did it the year before, and I'll never make that mistake again. I think three weeks ago when he was here for the Thanksgiving draft, you know, we'll call it the COVID, the COVID, uh, the COVID podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the pre-COVID <laughs> podcast. Um, before I'm the sure that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that night he told me that he is never doing this again. So he learned his lesson that it's not that easy to just go and pick up a quarterback on the waiver wire every week and have them be consistent. Uh, like I said, I did it last year. I had the worst season I ever had. I mean, I had a lot of other problems that went wrong, yeah. but I told this to Billy C at the draft and he said, nah, he was going to be fine. Now he agrees with me and you know, it hurt him in the playoffs, put up 14 points. Um, yeah. You know, he didn't, he didn't know who to start. His other guy got him 27. You know, he started Trubisky last week and then didn't start him this week. I don't, you know, you, you know, you play in that game of who you, you're going to switch it off every week and then it, it haunts you like it does this week. So, so if Trubisky yeah, think- would have got, if Trubisky would have got him the extra 13, he still would have lost, but mm-hmm. um, would have been somewhat closer, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that was a, that was a, Mortal sin from Billy C from the beginning. I think the trap we fall into in this league a lot is um, we try to apply things from like standard league uh, roster um, rosters into our league, whereas most leagues don't have like a mandatory backup quarterback, mandatory tight end. So like, yeah, if you think you're going to punt on quarterback, that's, that's fine. You could try that, but you better get real lucky on the waiver wire or something like that and find a Justin Herbert. But if you don't find someone yeah. like Justin Herbert, you're, 
you're screwed. You're going to be playing that game every week with like the bottom feeders like Trubisky and Stafford and guys who are, you know, yeah. give you a good game every three weeks or something like that. And you're going to pick them wrong half the time. Yeah. No, you're hundred percent right because everybody has to have two quarterbacks. So there's certain ones of us that get backups that we pick by mistake just to, just to take them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they end up being our starters by the end of the year because they're yeah, they end up being good. Uh, but that's only because we're forced to take them. Yeah. In other leagues, you know, if you're taking Patrick Mahomes, there's a good chance you're not going to draft another quarterback. You're just going to, you're just going to wait until the week he's going to buy week and then mm-hmm. pick whoever, whoever's there up. And then usually you can still find somebody that's decent out there, you know, yeah, on, somebody, someone relatively decent. Yeah, exactly. In our league, you're right. It's a, you know, you have to find somebody like a Herbert, but yeah, you know, I don't know. There was, there was guys out. I don't know what he did last week, but like Jared Goff was out there for weeks. I, I, um, you know, I thought somebody would have picked him up. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, you can't blame him going staff. Well, the week before staff, yeah, he went off. I, I don't blame him for it. It's but just he, tough. He, seeing. That's what he. That's what Stafford is, though. He's fucking. That's what you get out of him. You know what I mean? He's up and down. He's not consistent. You know. So yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a that was a big blow for him. But you look on the other side. Finley's quarterback only got him fifteen. Um, yeah. Major difference. Major difference makers that are big and they were big last week for both teams. Defenses that got. 20 plus points. So Shark picked up Shark picked up the Cowboys D off the waiver wire, got him 22 points. That yeah, won him the game. Him. That wins you the game. Now when we yeah. get it to my game, you'll see something similar, but that's a big that's a big thing. That Shark got 22 points from his defense. He got three. How much was Minotaur the game? Minotaur is actually the well, game was Min- won by uh six, 19 points. That's the exact difference in and their defenses. How about that? Yeah, he's got a seven-point defense on uh, on the bench. But I think the bigger things, it just – I didn't get it at all. He has – I looked at his wide receivers on game day. I saw Cole Beasley, Tyree Kill, Marvin Jones. I could see Cole Beasley had a great week the week before. Tyree Kill, obviously, you never sit. and That proved to be right. But Marvin Jones is someone who's been hit or miss all season. But he has had some good games recently. But then T.Y. Hilton has just been on fire. Not only that, he picked yeah, well, up T.Y. Hilton this week. So why wouldn't he intend to play him? Because it's do or die right I, now anyway. I agree. He picked him up on Sunday before the 1 o'clock games. I only – I assumed that meant he was starting him. That's what I thought too. I was like, I saw T.Y. Hilton going off and I was like, oh, man, Billy did it again three weeks in a row on the waiver wire. And I looked. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. He didn't start him. At the 4 o'clock games when they started – I saw Hilton score his second. I mean, like, you know, into the four o'clock games, you know, first yeah. like hour. I saw Hilton score his second touchdown. I think it was a pretty deep play, and I was like, "Oh," because the Sharks were looking decent before four o'clock. Yeah, and I was like, "Up," oh. I was like, "Finley's in trouble now." I was like, "It's probably, <laughs> it's probably going to be a tight game now." And I clicked on their their matchup, and it still had Finley projected to win by like twenty points. And I'm like, "Oh," I was like, "Ah, he didn't start." He didn't start T.Y. even though he picked him up. And yeah. that's when you you sent out a text to the whole league and said, why would you pick up T.Y. and not start him? So yeah, I don't a, think he appreciated that comment. I'm sure he was already yeah. thinking that to himself a lot. I did, probably didn't need to reiterate it. But uh had to be stated, though. So I would have went, went T.Y. I don't like to have, in general, I'm not a big fan of the, 
the quarterback receiver combos. Combo, yeah. I don't like it. So I would have started him over Marvin Jones just for that. I don't um, mind that combo, but you better have the right combo, not Matt Stafford and Marvin Jones. If you got uh, uh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers and Devontae Adams, that's a different story. That's that's a good combo to have because if they go off, they're really good. Yeah. You got Patrick Mahomes and, and Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill. Yeah, they're, they're, they're few and far between. I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of them, you know, in general. Yeah, yeah I hear um, what you're so. saying. Like, spread it out. If he would have started T.Y. Hilton, he's a winner. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, also, Harrison Butker uh, uh, started on the bench. Greg Zerline with 14 points. Uh, a lot of difference. Well, that's, that's another thing, too. You picked up Zerline on Sunday, too. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So, like, why didn't he pick these guys up and not play them? I, I honestly didn't even realize he didn't start Zerline until now. Overthinking like, it. I saw Zerline. I saw <laughs> Zerline hit a 50, now. <laughs> I saw Zerline hit a fifty-yard field goal on Sunday, and I was like, oh, "Good pick up for Billy C." <laughs> he, he didn't even play them. Nah. He picked up uh, three guys. He picked up three guys on Sunday, um, and two of them he didn't play. So, wow. Well, Billy, you deserve this. Overthinks it, man. Overthinks it. Way overthought it. I mean, he picked the guys up and didn't even play them. That's Yeah, well, that's the fucking problem is he took them away from us for this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, T.Y. Hilton's been doing great. He would be a great pickup if someone didn't uh, oh, yeah. grab him. Yeah. Well, uh, on the other side, I'm looking at Marks again. You're talking about uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Mark, another one who can't get a quarterback, uh, a decent quarterback. Guy. When he picked up Carson Wentz, was his first quarterback in the draft. We know that panned out not well. He's currently on the bench now. Um, you got Jared Goff on the bench with the same amount of points as his starter. Just, you know, I mean, didn't kill him or anything like that, but definitely. Yeah, that Pittsburgh game. Hoping. Yeah, I mean, it ended up being a rainy, like shitty, you know. I mean, that Pittsburgh. Buffalo played all right, but yeah, tougher defense. Um, just a tough game in the rain. You know, it wasn't great for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Allen; he didn't really blow it up either. So, yeah. um, play this: Mike Davis for the Sharks. He was a late addition to the starting lineup because Gaskin. I think on Saturday, Gaskin from Miami. He got put on the COVID list, so Sharks sent out a message that said Mike Davis is getting a start. Mike Davis got him a nice start, 21 points, um, 70 or uh, 51 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, and 40 receiving yards. Wow! So, big player. So I think he's getting. I think he's getting a start again this week for the Sharks. I think McCaffrey's out. Huh? Uh, but that, who knows? I mean, if say that never happens, you know, and Gaskin goes out and puts up like a three or four, you know, um, not saying he would have, but. Uh, you know, I don't know if Gaskins would have put up 21. Uh, and he didn't He didn't originally intend to start him, so it all worked out for him there. Uh, like I said, uh, his defense got him 22. Dallas, and they got three fumble recoveries, two sacks, and a touchdown. So who would have thought Dallas's defense would have been a prime pickup in the playoffs? But playing against the Bungles, it ended up being a been, ended up being a great pickup, and Set the tone for his for his team. But uh, Dallas is the uh, – I actually, in another league, I was uh, meaning to pick them up, ended up not doing it 
and it cost me uh, my other fantasy league. So, yeah, it's tough wow. to see that. Yeah. You you have a you have a problem picking up defenses that that might do well. Yeah, it's cost me two leagues now this year. It's uh, <laughs> you know how the first one went. Uh, Austin Eckler still having you know decent performance, thirteen points. Hasn't gotten to the end zone yet. I'm uh, I'm waiting for that big game he's going to have where he he puts up that stat line uh, yards wise, but then also has two touchdowns. I'm sure it's coming. He's playing uh, tonight. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Another hour. Um, I heard no Keenan Allen or. Um, or uh, Mike Williams, possibly. So sounds like dump off city. Yeah, I'll say a lot of Eckler. Yeah, um, Terry McLaurin, only twenty four yards receiving against uh, San Francisco. Michael Thomas, uh, not a Michael Thomas game, but I think that's been more par for the course. Michael Thomas, only uh, eighty four yards. Oh, well, he doesn't have breeze. Yeah, Taysom Hill is just kind of. I mean, he's not your traditional quarterback. He kind of reminds me of like Lamar Jackson in his first season, just kind of running most of the time, not going to get a lot of pass yards out of him. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 40 yards receiving. Of course, Travis Kelsey, just monster, just carries, carrying that team every week. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's the difference maker. He got time to kill. Sharks got to win without their boy. They got to win without their boy having a big game. Cool. Yeah. Hey, which boy are you talking about? Koo. Oh, that's right, Koo. You're right, only six points. Koo's the MVP of the Sharks. A very pedestrian game from Koo, only six points. He's normally at least a double-digit <laughs> scorer on the Sharks. So that means uh, Koo's going to have Koo's going to have a big week this week. Yeah, he's he's definitely he's due to go off now. He's definitely the Sharks MVP. Let's see here. All right, let's get into the next matchup here. If I can pull up, there we go. I'm looking at El Bundo takes down the uh, takes down the Bozos 118 to 104. The uh, the curse of the slaughter lock of the week was finally uh, unjinxed <laughs> by El Bundo taking down the Bozos. Um, yeah, you and you and the Dawson uh, pick. Yeah, we we tried as hard as we could to mush you, but. To no avail, you uh, <laughs> you locked it down. Yeah, I beat Tompkins. Uh, yeah, me and him, I played each other in the playoffs over the years, probably five or six times. So I think, um, I think this was the first time I won in a few meetings. So yeah, uh, I was definitely happy. That, that was that message I sent out. I said this was a sweet victory for me on Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was glad it was over on Sunday. I'll tell you that much. I didn't want to wait for the fucking games on Monday night. No, I don't blame you. Uh, but, you know, if you're looking at the game, I, you know, I had to defend this to the Minotaurs last week, but my pickup of the Arizona Cardinals defense. Oh, yeah, he was going off on that. Got me 26 points. Yep. So I had to defend myself to him. And now uh, that was a game changer right there. So same thing as the last game. Look at the defenses. 26 to 4. Wow. Yeah. He had the Saints going against against uh against the Eagles. The worst thing he probably could have had happen was Peterson switching to Hurts last week because uh, yeah. because that changed up that game. And you know, if if Her- if Wentz was playing in that game, the Saints probably would have scored freaking 20 points themselves. So totally different. So um, yeah, that, that was, was the uh, Saints were supposed to be a sleepy dark horse, but uh, yeah, Eagles Eagles had a different plan. They uh, they got it up for Hertz and uh, played a lot better. Yeah. Like a boat, like a boat, like a boat. 
Yeah. Um, you know, Josh Allen had a decent game, 19 points, but everybody chipped in on, on the El Bundo team. I got mm-hmm. Edmund, Edwards Lair. It was nice getting better, anything better than zero from him. Yeah. Um, he just got a lot of carries and got some passes. Uh, but Kissick chipped in with seven points. Metcalf got a touchdown and 12. He had a pretty quiet game, but he did get a touchdown. Um, they, they kicked the shit out of the Jets. So it was nice for him to get a score before they took everybody off the field. Um, Patrick didn't have a big, you know, stat line either, but he got a touchdown. A touchdown. It's all the difference in the world. Yeah. And Ridley really just had a really nice game yardage wise. Got me 21 points, got the bonus. Uh, Darren Waller, you know, he had a great game leap before. So I was kind of expecting a down one, but I'll take seven points from him last week. Seven points from a tight end is a good week. My my kicker got me nine. My kicker got me nine. So. And the defense comes through 26. They scored. That was a waiver wire pickup. Got me 26 points. That's a nice, yeah. that's a, that's a good feeling. Uh, yeah. on a playoff day. So, uh, yeah, everybody, everybody chipped in. I was happy with the squad. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are your did, thoughts uh, on this game? Did a nice job. So, you know, we'll give you a little of this. <laughs> Uh, look at that Tompkins squad. Uh, Herbert, you know, definitely hurt him the last two weeks. Um, yeah. You know, he went from being pretty much a stud to the last two weeks, probably cost him the season. Um, only, ended up, only ended up getting him 17 points. Um, early on in the game, Herbert threw a touchdown. Early on in the 4 o'clock games, Herbert threw a touchdown pass to Keenan Allen. And Hawkinson or Hawkinson from Detroit caught mm-hmm. a touchdown pass in like a five minute period. Yeah, he was looking I'm good. Like, I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> he took the lead and he went to be like a he went to be like a 65%, you know, projection leader. Yeah. Within the next five minutes, Metcalf caught a touchdown. And Calvin Ridley caught a 50-yard touchdown. And the game totally swung around, like, from there. And I never – I never – I never let go of the lead again. And then from there on, Herbert didn't do anything, really. He – I think he might have thrown another touchdown pass late in the game, but it wasn't Allen. Um, he didn't break 300 yards. Um, Allen didn't really do much more. So, you know, that was a big, you know – yeah, I think that was the thing we were talking about last week. If those it looked two like, it looked like they were going, yeah, yeah, it looked like they were going to have a nice day. That was early in the games, and then they didn't do shit the rest of the games, really. So, um, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, looking at the rest of the roster here, I think uh, the James look Robinson. His, uh, look at his backup quarterback. That was a that was a hurt. Yeah, that uh, that hurts big time right there. <laughs> yeah, it's not not fun. Shouldn't laugh at that, kids. Uh, yeah, that was the game of the year, too, that Monday night game. Man, 38 points. So 38 <laughs> points, a 21-point difference. Obviously, that would have uh, that would have got him the win. Um, I don't know how much he was considering Lamar. I mean, Lamar against Cleveland, not, I never – I don't think anyone looks at Cleveland as a uh, defensive dynamo or anything like that, but Atlanta certainly isn't either, I guess maybe – well, in his, so, in his defense, in his defense, Atlanta I think was like the, the last ranked defense in the league. Yeah, especially passing. As far as, as far as passing, yeah, and they were and and LA was at home, so 
it's one of those things, man. It's just like, yeah, you're pissed about it after the fact, and I'm sure he's pissed about it, but yeah, I'm sure he's furious about it. I would be, but um, it's just it's shit so week to week. You never know how how it's so so unpredictable. Yeah, but, I mean, he didn't have a bad line. 104 points in a playoff. That game. was that was why Lamar Jackson got drafted where I drafted him, which was pretty much in the first round. At the end what of the you were expecting round. from him all year. Yeah, that's what he did last year. So that was his game where he did what he was supposed to do all year. And uh, he was riding the bench. Tough one. Yeah. Say uh, Justin Herbert, good candidate for uh... <laughs> Definitely killed his team because uh, he's – Officially dead, he is out of the playoffs, and uh, I don't think we got to say farewell to uh, our two playoff teams that are now out of it, Billy C. and uh, the Bozos. I'm sure uh, Mark would have liked that. Uh, Mark would have liked having proud, two two proud franchises that they put a lot. Two very proud franchises. Season. I really they put a lot really, into their. They put a lot into their season, so I give them absolutely. props and I, I wish them the best of luck. And hey, I thank right them before. for their. I thank them for their service this year. Great job, guys! <laughs> Made it to the playoffs. Made it a lot farther than me. Uh, so we'll give you that. <laughs> Congrats. All right. Uh, let's see. Real quick, we'll take a uh, quick look at the waiver wire here. Come on! Jump on the wire! So come on! Uh, not much on the waiver wire. Uh, El Bundo dominated the waiver wire this week uh, on uh, Tuesday night and the Wednesday picking up a uh, new kicker, Matt Gay, also picking up the Dolphins defense. Who are the Dolphins going against this week? Uh, they have New England in Miami. Okay. Yeah. I'm going just – You think they're, they're, they're making that playoff run? New England's kind of already uh, – they're out of it. They don't have a chance. Uh, I don't say they're out of it. Just I don't think New England's offense is that scary. Like they – No, definitely not. They don't – like, Cam Newton doesn't pass for a lot of yards. No, and he's good for so, a couple picks as well every week, I know. Yeah, I'm just – you know, I'm not saying it's all going to work out. His defense is going against the Jets, the Rams D. So, okay. we'll talk about that more in the next segment. But Yeah, we'll look at that. I, uh, I'm, ta- I'm taking a shot. Put it this way, I need a defense that's going to come close to doing what they're doing. So, I looked at a few opportunities, and I'm hoping that – I hope Miami kicks their ass – and that they can limit their offense and limit Cam and cause some turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Never know. Throw a defense touchdown in there, too. You never know. You never know. We'll see what happens. Uh, so. Got pickup of Gus Edwards, dropping Naheem Hines. Uh, I picked up their kicker, too, by the way, because uh, the Rams kicker. Yeah. Um, Matt my kicker, my kicker, suck up, might be he, – he was like – I think he's on the IR for COVID. Oh. And they, the Rams are playing the Jets, so I'm just throwing that out there. 
Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, the Baronies made a pickup. Uh, dropped Tyler Boyd, picked up Nelson Aguilar. Nelson's uh, been having pretty damn good year for the Raiders. Too bad it wasn't for uh, the Eagles at all. This this is probably Nelson's his best a, season. He, he's a guy that's like, I don't know why he kept getting on the waiver wire. Like him and Cole Beasley just keep finding the waiver wire, even though they're producers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you can't even say it's like inconsistent because we looked at it uh, last week at Cole Beasley stats, and he's pretty consistent every week. He doesn't really get below like seven points. He's always good for either a touchdown or 70, 60 yards, something like that. Surprising. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Billy picked up him and somebody else, right? For Yeah, he picked start, up uh, Willie Sneed. Starting both of them. Okay. Are we starting Willie Sneed? Oh, geez. He's starting Willie Sneed, yep. Oh, and I see this. the Sharks picked up Jalen Hurts. I love it. I, is he actually going to start him? No. Oh, I was hoping. No way. I, I no hope way. he does. It, it would be it would be very interesting. He doesn't want to jinx uh, another Eagles quarterback, I guess. Though. I don't think he's starting him. I think that's just a pickup for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Do you think we want to uh, get our guest on here? Start talking about this week's matchups. Sure. Is he is he on the is he on the Zoom? Let me see. <laughs> That's a good we question. have an outside guest this week. It's exciting stuff. I know. Up, oh, Kevin's iPad in the, entered the waiting room. All right, let's uh, get him <laughs> in here. First time we got an outsider on. Yeah, we got an outsider. We got we got one fan. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. What's up, fellas? Well, How we doing? Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. How we doing? How's things on Pan man? How's flowering, man? Oh, he's he he was he was quiet today. Was he? Is I this, thought uh, is this, this was like going to be fucking uh, Armageddon. <laughs> this would be Ar- Armageddon today. I didn't hear him out there once. Did you hear him, Matt? I did not. Uh, I think the snow is too heavy. I don't think he'd do a blower. But uh, before we get started here, uh, I asked El Bundo if you got any uh, <laughs> intro music or anything like that. So I got to play it for you. There it is. <laughs> That is uh, that's Stone Cold's intro, man. <laughs> For, uh, back in the WWF days. Cleary, Cleary would like that. He's a Stone Cold guy. Fucking a, man. So let's uh, first thing we'll get into here. Uh, let's talk about uh, your background Hold a little on a bit. Second, Matt. Well, okay. Yeah, as I say, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was gonna ask him before we get into like matchups or anything like that. Let's talk about your background, how you ended up on this podcast, maybe uh, your fantasy football knowledge, how you found us, a little backstory. Well, it, well it, it was sent to me by, uh, it was sent to me by uh, tax masters and the bozos okay. uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it's be, kind of become a, uh, a Saturday ritual. I wake up, I uh, wake up with the baby usually nice and early Saturday mornings, have my coffee <laughs> Uh, she put, I put on Mickey Mouse for her. She jumps around her jumper, and I listen to the podcast. And uh, now it's been going on for quite a few weeks now. It's a, it's a good, good show. You could say he's not only our number one fan, he's our only fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's nice to have a fan. I'll, I'll take one fan every day. wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Uh, it's probably better when I'm too many. Yeah, so he's not clearly. I mean, 
I, I heard clear he was a fan, and then he had texted me uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, about possibly you know coming on to talk about a Dustin's brief. <laughs> you, know, you know Dustin's brief. He's in a brief. Oh yeah, so. I got a lot of texts about the brief. Guys, hold on. I'm in, I'm in a brief. Screenshots of the brief were sent to me multiple times. Yeah, I'm in a brief right now. Hold on a second. Hold on a sec. What happened? I was in a brief. He's kind of a big that's deal. Going to become legendary. It's said, uh, definitely fin- something Finley, that's come up. Finley sent me a met. Finley sent me a message or called me today, and I called him back, and he texted me back and said, "I'll call you back in a minute. I'm in a brief." So, <laughs> that's all you got. That's all you got to say to people if it sounds important. <laughs> It's, uh, it's up there now with the 2020 yeah. deal. With either way, it. either way, I figured. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I figured you know, it'd be a good time to bring somebody on the uh, pod that wasn't part of the league and get their input, and they're a follower of the league. So that's, that's kind of how it materialized. Third party. Uh, he's also a, a former Penn Ave resident for a short period of time, so he. He's familiar with Blower I've had, Man quite, I've had quite a few some of the other Blower characters Man. over here. <laughs> We've got quick time for a short story, Bundy. You can elaborate on that. Clearly told Blower Man to go fuck himself one time. It was pretty funny. Like verbatim, <laughs> go fuck yourself? Yes. I go wish I was said, there. Go fuck, go fuck yourself. or Fuck, fuck you, yourself, Blower, Blower Man. Man. Fuck you, Blower Man. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that I love guy. to see his face. Like, wait a minute, Blower Man? Who's Blower Man? Is that me? <laughs> we, we got back from an Eagles game. It was like this was after Clary was even living here. But Steve O was driving, and uh, we pulled into the driveway, and the Eagles like blew a lead or something. They're lost that day. And Blower Man was out there. Of course, he was outside, you know? Mm-hmm. And we were like unloading some shit at my driveway. Clary was in the back seat, smashed. And he made some like wise ass comment. Fuck the Eagles or something like this, you know. And then Cleary's like, "What? Fuck you, Blower Man!" Fighting <laughs> words, man. I don't blame him. Sticking up for the Eagles. You know he don't give a shit yeah. about the Eagles. He sits at home and doesn't do anything. All right. So I was thinking uh, we'll start off. Uh, we're going to take a look at uh, our two matchups we got in the playoffs, and I believe you're in the playoffs in your league as well. There, correct? Yeah. Yes. All right, yes. We'll take a look I at your to... matchup as well. Go outside the TGL for once. So let's see. It's an intriguing matchup. A couple of intriguing matchups. All right. I like it. We like intrigue around here. So the first matchup we have on our schedule, we have uh, St. Mark Sharks uh, going against the uh, Baronies. Baronies! (laughs) I I was looking at this matchup earlier, and the the thing I thought about is how uh, Michael Thomas finally comes back and – Drew Brees is out. Drew Bre- or Taysom Hill pretty much has crippled that whole offense. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, if you know if he can actually get his shit together on Sunday, I think uh, St. Mark's can uh, can pull it off. But uh, Bernie's have a good squad. Uh, quarterback matchup, you know, <laughs> it's been going on for about twenty years, which I like. Yeah. But uh, but no, I think um, Michael Thomas is going to be the um, the X factor in this matchup because they're pretty, they're pretty even. I mean, you figure Willie Snead, he's going to catch all of the seven passes Lamar Jackson throws in the game. And, uh, 
Aguilar's an interesting pickup on the Bronies part two tonight. Um, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's you know in effect their number one receiver right now. So yeah, the, so, uh, is, is Drew Brees? He's not playing, is he? No, I don't think he's so. out. Okay. Got you. So you're thinking that you think that Thomas has to exceed the numbers that he has been with with uh, with good old Taysom Hill, Herbley's boy. At. Yeah, because they're pretty neck and neck. I mean, that dude Davis yeah. from Carolina. He's, I mean, he's been a complete shock. But yeah. um, Dalvin Cook and I mean, even James Connors had snaps taken away from him too. But um, no, I think he's. I think it comes down. On the Michael Thomas in that in that matchup because I mean if you looked at the beginning of the season having Michael Thomas and Travis Kelsey on the same team, mm-hmm. kind of figured he'd be where he is right now. But yeah, I think the other back, Eckler coming I, back, I'm sure that was a big boost too for him. Yeah, I, I agree. If it, if if Thomas can do what he can do and have a you know 100 plus yards and touchdown game, which he hasn't been doing, that would be nice for the Sharks. I also think the the big band matchup against Cincinnati. They only got him at 18 points. If he could overexceed that, he could you know, and get like, that. yeah, it's Monday night. It's at Cincinnati. You know, I don't know what the weather is going to be like, but um, that's big. That could be shark could be uh shark and the Bronies could be sitting at home watching, watching that game with a lot of, mm-hmm. and they got James yeah. Connor going on. The, James Connor's back. He's going on the shark side. So it just depends on what their what their offense is going to be like that night, you know. Yeah, so. it's pretty funny that that matchup is probably going to come come down to that Steelers game. Yeah, yeah I think Connor's so. Connor's got an injury designation right now. I'm looking up uh, some type of quad injury, questionable for Week 15. Uh, wow. Two yeah, Billy's uh, Mont- who's Billy's backup running? Does he have a backup running back? He's, He's got, got Singletary, Singletary and Fournette. Stop popping me! He's got the COVID. Yeah, so he Billy better monitor the, the Connor thing because he's playing on Monday night. So yeah, if, if, if you got Jones out, like if if what what do you do if Connor's questionable still on Sunday morning? You can't start him. Yeah. And he, not even like he played that well last week. I think Billy should look into starting Fournette with with what's his name out. Not that we're uh, trying to tell him how to run his team here on the pod, but uh, yeah, something <laughs> definitely. To, well, I've definitely had times where we've like gave advice on here, and then go back and listen a week later. It's like, oh, we shouldn't have. They shouldn't have did what we said there. Or we were definitely. Some people listen to us. A couple people Some do. People listen to us. I wouldn't listen. I don't think the Bronies are listening to anybody. So the Bronies no, are he, of, of anyone in the league, he would definitely not listen to outside advice. Um, <laughs> for me, I'm thinking the X factor is actually Austin Eckler tonight. Connor, been, real fast. Con, Connor did not practice. Didn't practice Thursday. Running back has still two, still has two chances to return to practice this week, but his stats must be closely monitored my next game. So I, you know, I think Billy better be watching that the next couple of days. Tough call. It's close. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. I'm going to cut you off. Good. Oh, all good. I was just saying, uh, I think Eckler might be uh, a big X factor tonight. He's he's had good yardage last couple of weeks. He, I think the one week he had like uh, 11 catches or something like that a couple of weeks ago. I think he's due for uh, 
a trip to the end zone or two this week. So uh, Oakland's team. defense is shit too. So he's got a good yeah. shot. Like, Oakland's D sucks, right? So yeah, but they're without. They might be without Allen and uh, Mike Williams. So they might they might give him the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it might yeah. be dump off City for Eckler, and he definitely can uh, get some yards after the catch out of the backfield. Um, and you got McLaurin going against Seattle's uh, porous uh, pass defense as well. Yeah, they're the worst worst pass defense in the league. Mm-hmm. So he's got a um, shot points as well. Yeah. All right, so what are you guys thinking here at these matchups? I think I am going to go with the Sharks this week. Are you serious? I think of the Sharks as well. Playing the Sharks well. is well, like a wet there, dream. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think it's going to be close one again. I think it's going to come down to Monday night. Uh, Billy, you know, I don't know, who knows? Billy starts his running back. Uh, Minnesota, who are they playing? Bears. Uh-huh. Tough matchup. Yeah, kind of tough, tough defense. Kind of tough, not really. Yeah. Um, it's a toss up. Uh, I'll go with the I'll go with the Brownies. All right. Bye, game. Bye, game. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a little bit of ne- brother. Ne- little bit nepotism brother. there. I'm just gonna go with the Bronies. So. <laughs> uh, Brody, I, I could Brody see I could see it one. going that way as well. I'm just looking at. I think the big thing for me is. Uh, Anybody want to make Will- this game their lock of the week? Bye. <laughs> uh, now nah, wait till the, I'll I, wait till I already know. Who, I already know who my lock is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking at Willie Sneed and Nelson Aguilar. I'm 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 not sure how that's going to go for uh, Billy. Although yeah, Baltimore's going against Jacksonville. Um, all right, next and final the Bernies, matchup. The Bernies don't just somehow know how to you know I don't know. They just win. I, they had a win this they year. Just, they just somehow fucking win. You know who knows. So. Next matchup I'm seeing here is uh, El Bundo. No reason where what I picked there. El Bundo going against the T-Baggers. Right now, the line is at 20 points, negative 20 for the oh. T-Baggers. No respect for El Bundo going to the playoffs. No. Why is that? Let's take a look at this line here. No so, respect uh, at all. So there's only a three-point difference between Josh Allen and Kyler Murray, respectively, on each team. I think the big one I'm going to see right now is you got Gus Edwards versus Nick Chubb. There's a five-point difference there. Then a big difference between Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's – uh, unfortunately, consistently underperformed this year to Aaron Jones. Uh, there's an eight-point well, spread between those two. I'm going to say this. You're asking why he's 20-point favorite because his matchups are, like, unfucking believable this week. Are you, you know, are you seeing that already? So, yeah, we got we got Chubb going against the Giants. Of course, you got – Matchup. Good. He's got – I looked at the, the running back rankings for this week, right? Mm-hmm. Just the fantasy running back rankings, and I think everyone—I got like two or three of them—they all had Chubb and Jones like in the top three. So they all well, love. I think, I think it's your receivers versus his running backs, and then you know his receivers. Eh, you know. Um, yeah, but you know, with, with Debo thing, Samuel, with Debo Samuel out, Ayuk's a pretty big. Uh, yeah, they love Ayuk this week, but the, the I think. The point I'm getting at is I think that your make or break is what Gus Edwards does this week. Yeah. He's got potential to blow up. Um, I 
I honestly picked him up last night. I yeah, I had a bunch. I had a bunch of guys. The guys that I had to choose from were Gus Edwards, Edward Tolaire, McKissick. I have I have Antonio Gibson clear, but he's hurt. He's on the IR. Um, David Johnson and I had Hines on my team. Like they're all the same fucking guy. Yeah, you know? David Johnson. So my my think <coughs> my thinking is this. I'm sticking with Edward Tolaire because I've I've rode with him all year. He's been a dog sometimes or other times, you know, minimal he stepped up. Last week, I'll take what he did last week, getting like 10 points. Um, if, 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 if Edward Solaire can step up, or not Edward Solaire, if Edwards can step up. But that's what I did, clearly. I, I saw the matchup. They're playing Jacksonville. I know Dobbins is the guy now, but it seems like it's a two a two running back system, hopefully. They get from the ball a lot. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm taking a risk, but I feel like he's the best risk out of all the bums that I had to choose from. Yeah, yeah I think if, if you're looking for a dart throw, I think Edwards Alaire is uh, the best dart throw you got because just being on Kansas City, he's got the potential to just go off and have a couple of touchdowns and, you know, 100 total yards, something like that through the air. Yeah, I'm hoping he – On the ground. You know, last week, last, week he, last week he had like a mediocre game and he got me like nine points, but he, he touched the ball 22 times. So I can't – even though he hasn't been great this year, with all the guys I had to choose from, I can't take a guy that gets the ball 22 times for Kansas City – and not start them, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and we're it's at New Orleans, but I don't I don't know how much home. I'll tell you this: I'm fired up for this matchup. Twenty point dogs. I hope my na- I hope my neighbor doesn't report report me to the cops. <laughs> Uh, you know, Ridley's uh, Ridley's actually listed as questionable this week right now. He's he's got a foot injury, uh, so I'm hoping that that if, if he doesn't play, that's a serious problem. And yeah, I got that, Waller. That I got Waller tough. tonight, man. I hope Waller, Waller has a big game. I need Waller well, to have a big game. Yeah, I'll be very I'll be very tuned in tonight for Waller. So, um, you need a huge game out of him. Yep, yep. And then I took I picked up. Uh, Gay, good old gay man from uh, from the Rams. <laughs> from the Rams, he's got the Jets. I'm hoping that they get some field goal opportunities and some point opportunities. And I told you earlier, I'm taking the Dolphins. I don't know if you're wrong, Clary. What do you think about the Dolphins D? Um, and we'll go we'll go through Freeze's lineup after this. I'll let you guys walk through. What do you think of the Dolphins D against Miami or uh, against New England? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think New England's had what one good showing. They Against the Chargers two weeks ago. Besides yeah, and, and that, still, I think they've done shit. Cam Newton's so unpredictable. I mean, he's he's yeah. throwing at people's fucking ankles or tripping over his own shoelaces. You never know what the fuck he's going to do. So yeah, it's, it's still. I think they won forty-five nothing, and he still only had a hundred and like twenty yards passing. Yeah, he fell off a cliff this year. It was tough watching him. I actually, I got him in a trade from Brad, thinking like, "Oh man, I saved my season. Dak went down, but I got Cam Newton now. I'm good." Nah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're a gambler, well, man, taking the under in that game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's you know, my thinking. I had to make some moves this week. You know, I had to take a couple chances, taking some chances. I went with, went with the Dolphins and going with – The good uh, thing is DK Metcalf always has the potential to just go off. So, 
Yeah, yeah and Josh Allen. They, they got a guy like Josh Allen. You know, he usually stays around that twenty point mark, eighteen to twenty. But he's had three or four games this year where he's put up like forty. So I'm hoping it's been a couple of weeks since he's done it. I'm hoping that that forty point game can happen coming for you this you know, week. This week, and I'm hoping the Eagles defense comes over and shuts down that punk Mary. You know? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be very tuned into that game. But you, well, you know, you guys take a look at Freeze's roster and you, let me know your thoughts are. You know, let me see here. So, Kyler against so I, don't, the I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want to be the one chiming in the entire time. Uh, Kyler against the Eagles. I mean, I don't know what type of Eagles team you're going to get this week. Are you going to get last week's team that's all fired up behind Jalen Hurts, or are you going to get the one previously? I mean, if there's if there's ever a test defensively for the Eagles, uh, Kyler Murray and uh, and the Cardinals is, is a good test. Um, Nick Chubb, I mean, I, I think you just kind of have to pencil in Nick Chubb for 15 to 25 points, honestly. That's probably, like, there's not a week where he, he doesn't get 100 yards and a touchdown. No. Yeah. That's yeah, something nah, he's kind of got to count. His running backs are scary. So almost the same thing with Aaron Jones. He's a little more up and down. I'm not sure about Carolina's defense. I think they're kind of like a mid-level defense. But they I mean, suck. Jones, oh, do they suck? I don't know how they are running. I feel like I feel like every game I watch Carolina play, it's like, you know, 38 to like 30, you know, or yeah. 40, 44 to like 32. It's like a lot of points are getting put up. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't like that Jones matchup. I think he's going to have a big game, real big game. I think Chubb's going to have a big game too. So yeah, th- those monsters. running backs, those running backs are killers. Um, Allen Robinson. I, although, I'm, not, I'm not even. By the way, those are the, those aren't even the two the two guys I'm worried about most on his team. Even with a the quarterback, there's one position that I'm worried about more than anything. I think you're worried Keep about the defense. That. Yeah, worried about the defense matchup. Rams <laughs> at the Jets, but the Rams. It's okay. It's at LA. Not that that matters for LA having a home field advantage. But, um, it does kind of because they have to fucking fly out there and all that shit. But still, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's not cold as shit. They're not going to be in the snow or anything like that. Just how how many sacks do you think that they're going to have? Destroying Darnold all day. I'm just like even best case scenario, like and they score like a touchdown. Like how many sacks are they? Gonna At least have? five. At least. I'm thinking like seven. Seven sacks. I try to look for like a. Then it's just gonna say how many turn how many turnovers how many turnovers are they gonna have? That's a rough matchup. Yeah, that's that's tough. I'm actually having nightmares about that matchup. Yeah, I can't blame you. I'm trying to find a silver lining for you of like where (laughs) where like they can maybe like you know get get themselves up for this game or something like that but they're just they're playing for uh what's his name the the college i forget his name um but they're playing yeah, for the draft that. regardless that's why they haven't fired uh gase yet they're, they're just playing for the draft like why fire him? We, we're gonna go oh and 16 and yeah. hopefully get the number one pick so um looking at the rest of the lineup here Allen robinson against minnesota which you know minnesota not the best pass defense but it's also a div- divisional matchup, which, you know, I think all bets are off a lot of times for divisional matchups. You can't really tell where they're going to go. Um, he has he has had a touchdown almost every week the last, like, three or four weeks. Um, 
Brandon Ayuk, uh, another dart throw. He had a good week last week, so maybe he's due for a down week against Dallas, possibly. <laughs> and in the same game, Amari Cooper uh, also had enough week last week for Amari Cooper, at least this year. Um, and he might be due for another down one. Of course, you got Dallas Goddard against Arizona. Another kind of dart throw, like the entire tight end landscape this year. Um, kicker, I, I don't pay attention to kicker whatsoever. I give it no credence. Uh, His kicker's pretty good, Pass. He's been pretty is good. Is he decent? Yeah. What are you thinking? Buffalo's kicker. Mr. Cleary. Um, Bundy needs a big day out of Metcalf, and he needs a big day out of Waller, and he needs a big day out of Gus <laughs> Bundy needs a big day out of his whole fucking team. But Bundy, Bundy <laughs> needs those three players to exceed expectations exponentially. Yeah. But hey, you never know. Clear, we'll, we'll let you, we'll you, we'll we'll you answer two ways. Will Bundy cover the spread and then who will win the game? <laughs> <laughs> I think Bundy covers the spread, no doubt. All right. Uh, I like that. Uh, 20 game, point I think, line. I hope so. I, I think the teabaggers have the edge on paper. Um, but hey, you you never know, you never know. Bundy has the couple players have the potential to go off, to go off. So we'll see. Uh, I think the difference for Obundo, um, I think he's going to need his uh, pass catchers. I mean, Tim Patrick too. I guess I'll include in that, but he's not like the big name. But I, I'd say the big names are DK Metcalf, Ridley, and Darren Waller. Those three pass catchers really need to, you know, do what they're supposed to do. And I think you need at least decent games 10 point like around 10 points double digits for edwards and edwards alaire i think uh do you have a lock in this one there mr cleary we could do a drop four i'm not sure which one you, you think in either one well a, a lock in this matchup yeah <laughs> uh i gotta go teabaggers like i said just strictly Strictly on paper. I think Tyson Teabagger has a lock of the week. On lockdown. This is Sparta! On lockdown. One day I'll figure the the sound out on this. One day. I appreciate the. Appreciate the optimistic view there, Cleary, with the cover and the spread. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know. You never know. What do you got, Matt? Uh, I don't know if I have a lock of the week this week, but uh, I'm going to pick El Bundo. That guy's a sleepy dark horse. That's that's my really? pick of the week. My pick of the week. I'm going with El Bundo in an upset. You think you, think, you, you really that's going to happen? You think they're called upset? I think uh, I think Josh Allen goes off. I think that's going to be the X factor, and I think uh, Kyler will have fifteen to twenty points. I don't think he's due for. I don't think the Eagles are going to allow him to have a, uh, a twenty-five to thirty-point game. I think that's the X factor there. All right, I'll tell you what. We're fired up. Fired up on your end. We're fired up. We know we're twenty-point dogs. I like it. So uh, you got a matchup. Nothing to lose. Let me see. Uh, Mr. Was, Cleary has a matchup we're going to look at. 12-point dogs last week, 20-point dogs this week. Let me see. There's his matchup. <laughs> You'll be all right. We'll see what happens. It's <laughs> fantasy football. You never know. You never know, Bundy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I'm going to do a little screen share games. here for a minute. So I don't know if Brian can see this now. We got Mr. Cleary's match up here. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the name of your league, Cleary? You guys are in. Uh, our league is the Mel's World, because uh, it got the name Mel's World because Farrington likes to analyze every draft like he's Mel Kuyper after yeah, it happened, okay. and he's always fucking wrong on expectations. So we got we got we got a guy like that in our league. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> <laughs> I th- is he here right now? I, I think he wants to comment. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, Dustin? <laughs> Saying that you're uh, you're like the guru of our league. That's right. That's right. But uh, is that Mr. Brief? Now, yeah, that's Mr. Brief right here. Uh, he's a little weird, though. I'm a strange, strange franchise. Yeah, you're definitely a strange franchise, man. Uh, how you been, buddy? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, so, what do you think of our uh, picks this week? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I think they're okay. Um, well, uh, it was great talking to you, Dustin. Fuck no. Well, I, I thought talking to you. Um, what, what are you up to? What are you up to a little later? He gobbles down that cum. That's what you're up to? Jeez. That's raunchy. All right, have a good one, Dusty. Eat shit. Yeah, you too. All right. All right, let's All take right. a look at this. Let's take that's, a look at that's this. That's interesting. Like, I, I like the name of the league. I like, I like the reasoning. And Steve-O, mm-hmm. real fast, before everybody gets into it, Steve-O is the commissioner of this league? Steve-O is the commissioner of this league, yes. All right. You're the semifinals against uh, Pot Reagan. Who's the other semifinal matchup? Uh, it is, I believe, let me look it up real quick. It is uh, Ryan Gallagher versus Chris McCann. Oh, okay. All right. That's, All a, right. Tough, that's a big matchup. Have you, ever, have you ever won this league? No. Um, okay. I, I see this league. I've I've always the bridesmaid, never the never the bride. I've uh, this is my second in the last three years having a first round bye, and uh, I've gotten bumped in the second round playoffs the last two years. So uh, I'm I'm chomping at the bit for this one. Yeah. And uh, it's uh it's a little personal with uh, with uh, Reagan. Uh, he you know he didn't show up to our draft. Uh, which which pissed a lot of people off. There, there was talks about ejecting him from the league. It's no and, good. Uh, really? That was the crowd. How did, how did his team get picked? So that's where the name came from. So we started auto-picking for him, and then my wife's name is Angela. And uh, uh, she started making picks. She actually made a few picks that, you know, have put him where <laughs> he is. He's and, in the uh, playoffs. He decided to fight to name his team Angela Ashes. So I want to shove it down yeah. his fucking throat this week. <laughs> Why, I threw a little name? song for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little known fact yeah, about uh, Pat Reagan and I, uh, we used to be in a band together. That's a uh, really? Yes. Yeah. Naked Rain? <laughs> Naked Rain. <laughs> yeah, I remember that band. You guys were horrible. We had a couple shows, you know. We, you know, we were going to make the big time, but uh, you know, the, the military you playing. Me. You guys were playing over uh, some place in like Rockledge one night. Yeah, well, yeah, we used to play at McKeever's. Uh, did we play at McKeever's? We used to no, play at a big the, ass, big ass place that you guys were like waiting to play all night. 
Um, I, I forget where we played, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't do well. I think we like. I think we like left before you guys got on. It was taking so long. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Naked rain. Let's maybe you can bring some naked. Maybe you can bring some naked rain tunes on to the uh, next podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see about that. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get, the, let's get back right. to Cleary's matchup. Let's see. Staying train. Let's see who he's got in his roster. we got Deshaun Watson going against Indy, a tougher defensive matchup. Uh, Terry McLaurin going against Seattle, we talked about earlier. Pretty porous uh, pass defense. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins going against Philly's uh, corners. We know how that might go. Uh, Alvin Kamara, that's, that's probably the big uh, question mark right there. That's really going to be the, the linchpin for your team if Kamara, now the good thing is you can look at it as like, well, Kansas City is definitely going to score points. And if uh, New Orleans wants to keep up, they're going to have to try and score. I don't know if uh, Taysom is capable of keeping up by throwing downfield or anything like that, but at the very least, dumping off to Kamara a lot, they're going to. They're not Absolutely. Gonna that, that's the one bright hope I have. I mean, uh, Kamara's been, I mean, way less than average since Hill's come into the picture. So I'm hoping so, this will be different for my sake. Herbally hates Taysom Hill, Cleary. I hate him. I, I fucking hate him. Too. <laughs> he's he's Herbally had come out as well. So he feels the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's been my workhorse all year. That's how I got where I am. And, you know, Breeze gets hurt and this motherfucker comes in and fucking throws a wrench in my shit. So, yeah. Takes touchdowns away, takes yards away, takes everything away. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking fantasy vulture. Uh, (laughs) So, clearly, I see you got Waller going tonight, too, huh? Yes. Everybody's riding on Waller. Yes. This is a big night for uh, El Bundo and the stadium. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be texting you later about positive things that Waller has done. You know, I'm so confident in Waller tonight, I put him in a parlay tonight. I have. Raiders money line, Waller over 63 and a half yards, and Waller to score a touchdown. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I have a lot of faith in Waller tonight. Let's go. Let's go, Waller. Another another thing I'm noticing here, uh, I see both of you got the uh, Tennessee wide receivers. I've I've owned A.J. Brown all year, and what I've noticed is they like to swap back and forth uh, who has the good week and who has the – what's that? What are you talking about Tennessee wide receivers? He's got a uh, well. He's got Corey Davis, and his opponent has AJ. Brown. Oh, okay, gotcha. I noticed they they yeah. kind of go back and forth each week, and AJ Brown had the good week last week, so maybe you could luck out and uh, have yeah, the good week go. from Corey Davis. Um, that's that's very true. Oh, we got the opposite of El Bundo here, though. We got you got a New England defense going against Miami, hoping for some uh, some two of picks, maybe. Pick I'm six hoping for the under. I'm yeah. hoping for the under in that game. Okay. I'll tell you this, that, you know, Belichick going against a rookie, it's not good. So, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping – I'm with Cleary. Let's, let's get a, like a – let's get a 3 nothing win that game. Yeah. Quite 3 possible. nothing win with lots, with lots of turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possible. Not prolific lots offenses. Of, lots of sacks and lots of turnovers. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see anything uh, else in here. He, he, he's got the – uh, Cleary's got the kicker advantage, I think, with uh, Tucker. I would never know. 
You would the never. Last thing I pay. I, last thing I pay attention to. I just throw one in. You don't know. You don't know who Justin Tucker is. No, I know who they are. I know Justin Tucker's a good kicker, and Carlson is not uh, really okay. the name I'm familiar well, with. I just, but... I think there's a there's a few kickers that are like head and shoulders above, and you have like a Tucker. He's just or Koo. Yeah, Koo Koo is Koo is now entering that Tucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's not even close to being you know over the years, but no. being that elite kicker. Yeah, so he's got Josh Allen. He's got AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson. Decent team. Derrick Henry. His running backs scare me. That's oh, what Jonathan Taylor's Jonathan Taylor's got a good matchup, but he's been he's been killing it. Derrick His running backs scare me. Derrick Henry has turned into wintertime Derrick Henry as well. So uh he's he's been going off. That's the yeah, uh, the Minotaur on. special right there. Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor running backs. Yeah, the bell cows. A couple bell cows there. That's right. Uh Couple weaker receivers though. Hunter or excuse me, Hunter Henry at tight end. Can't really count on anything from him. And uh Robbie Anderson, an up and down guy on Carolina. Really started off strong this year, but it's kind of dwindled uh as of rec- as of recent. Um what are you thinking there, Bry? Uh, I like clear dog all the way. I like it, buddy. <laughs> I like I think, it. Uh, I think clear dog's got this. Now, I just have to say, uh, I don't really have any interest in it, but your wife did a great job picking his team. He has a pretty good <laughs> team, so you have to hand it to her. It just goes to show you how much fantasy football is complete luck, and <laughs> someone has She's no clue. They football could, game in her life. You could just grab a cheat sheet and just be like, here we go, let's go, and just pick a great team. Um, I think uh, I don't really matches. have – I don't have any rooting interest here, but I think uh, I'm just going to go with my former bandmate there, Pat Reagan, just to uh, be a contrarian. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Fuck you. Make it it's, rain it's forever. It's going to be a tough matchup. It's, it is going to be a good matchup. The only thing I've, I've found myself second-guessing is um, the Gallman gus Edwards thing. I really think Gus Edwards is going to go off this week, but – Gallman's been steady, but they've been giving the ball to Deion Lewis more and more. Um, yeah. Or Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis and Alfred Morris. So, uh, you know, it's um, – but, you know, Gus Edwards in that same position. I mean, Mark Ingram's been completely phased out of that backfield. So, I mean, it's between him and Dobbins. And, you know, it's one of those uh, one of those things you lose sleep about, you know. Um, lose sleep over on a, on a Friday and Saturday night thinking about who to start as a backup running back. I got bit last year by uh, not starting Kenyon Drake in the second round. Had I started mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake, I would have won. And uh, I didn't. So, yeah, this one's especially uh, eating at me. But I I think Gallman's still going to get the bulk of the carries. So, we'll see. All right. Well, it's nice to know that somebody else is in the same predicament as us. <laughs> yes. The unsteady because yeah. I mean I got I got Chase Edmonds on the bench too. I mean, um, you know, he's been reliable this year as a as a flex, you know, when needed. Um, when Drake was hurt behind Drake and all that stuff. But you know, uh the other thing is, you know, Corey Davis, is he due for a down week? And do I start Hawkinson or you know, TJ Hawkinson's been a go to all year for the Lions. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I'm I'm sticking with Corey Davis. Um, go with my gut. So We'll see. It's going to be a tough one. Let it play out. Let's go Waller. Let's yeah, go Waller. Well, you guys are uh, at least in the uh, 
I'm uh, not, so <laughs> go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think of that. All right, back. Go back off. to bed. <laughs> I'm pissed off. No. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Cleary, thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. I thank you for Hi, being on fan. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. Anytime. Important week for us. And, uh, Bundy, Bundy, good luck this week. Good luck to uh, everybody in the uh, Glenside League. All right. Well, All for right, uh, Naked Rain, Stain Train, or Sergeant Slaughter, El Bundo. Go Eagles. Thank you, everybody. Go Birds. I like mm-hmm. sniffing a bull's ass.